Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, Nick and Rick podcast. Uh, this is Eric, and I'm here with our mutual friend, Christian. What's up, y'all? Uh, and he, should I say what you are, what, you, what your current occupation is, sure. or what you're going to? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Um, so currently, he's a focused missionary, and in the fall, right, you'll be doing, uh, entering into well, the... God willing. God willing, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Entering into the uh, CFRs. Uh, which is pretty big. I think it's pretty cool. And it's been great to know uh, Christian throughout these past three years, about, almost. A little more than three, because I met... No, a little more for... For Nick. Nick. Yeah, yeah, a little more than Because you've known him for a while, a little yeah. bit longer. But you, for about three. So, yeah, I guess you could start with telling us how you did, how you got into Focus, or before your life before, how you got into Focus, how you got to the CFRs. Yeah, um, there's a lot. <laughs> but my life before even encountering focus was just going through the motions honestly mm-hmm. um, where are you from first yeah if that's okay yeah from california um went to school out there born and bred nice um decided to just kind of jump through the young life i guess but mm-hmm. community college is a big part where i kind of took a step back in my faith i wasn't really pursuing anything i was just kind of going through the motions thought doing what was cool um mm-hmm. with everyone else played baseball in college um started living more worldly than i had before mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah and just Whatever I was going after, I just wasn't happy. Uh, I felt like I lost my joy I had as like a kid. Hmm. <laughs> kind of left me in a weird spot. Um, while playing baseball, I encountered athletic training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to school for that at Cal State Fullerton after that. Um, somehow got into that program. I think it's only by the grace of God because mm-hmm. uh, I got rejected from every other program and this one only accepts six students a year. Six. So, yeah, six. six. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro. I remember you telling me that. Yes. <laughs> that sounds pr- yeah, so. pretty hard. I, I don't know. It's literally the literally the Lord made it so clear of like that's the path to go. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's the school cool. I got into. So I said let's go. Mm-hmm. There, uh, you know, was living on campus my first year in an apartment on campus, not a dorm. Thanks okay. God, I was in the dorm mm-hmm. at Fullerton, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. And so jumping along a little bit, and yeah, I told my parents I'd go to Sunday mass. Mm-hmm. Still, had always kept pretty faithful to Sunday mass. Mm-hmm. So you were raised Catholic, correct? Yeah, born raised raised. Catholic, born, you know, all Mm -hmm. the sacraments when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Confirmation as a sophomore in high school versus like a a young kid out here in Denver. Yeah, as they do it now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I told my parents I'd keep going to Mass, and I did, you know. So you would still go to Mass? Yeah, still would go to Mass. Um, Didn't think I ever went to confession since my first confession. Oh, okay. Um, didn't know the importance of it. Didn't mm-hmm. know the importance of the sacraments, truly. So um, because of not going to confession, at least yearly, I was mm-hmm. receiving not in a state of grace, which I had no idea what that was. was yeah. <laughs> um, so never faithfully received in plenty of years. And throughout that time, like my first semester at Fullerton, I was just working tons of tons of hours in the clinic uh, with athletic training nice um, so it's like full-time student 19 credits mm. and in that i would also that's a lot yeah do the athletic that's training stuff so i'd do 20 to 30 hours a week minimum uh, <laughs> for my athletic training clinical side of things mm. which that only counted as one credit in school it's kind of oh, funny dang. yeah it's just that's how oh, work wow. the system that way yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty busy bro. is that a d1 school or a d2 or yeah, it was a d1. D1. yeah. Okay, so i wasn't pretty... i wasn't playing baseball there but i decided to only do athletic training so. but you're still like around a lot of like high energy yeah. always going type of yep thing. everyone w- built on success mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. d1 program one of the best soccer schools in the state mm. clearly one of the best baseball schools they make it to omaha a majority of the years it okay. seems like for the college world series so um 
and athletic training program takes no secondary to that. They always look for excellence and, um, yeah, success in the eyes of the world. Mm-hmm. So I was still getting bred more with that and, and like mm-hmm. knowing I had to grow to be the best athletic trainer possible. And that's all yeah. that mattered. That's all your goals are at that point. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it was after mass um, one of these Sundays. I found out, actually, I found out mass was on campus. So I was like, oh, I could sleep in. I don't need to go off campus for mass. And I got involved um, just with the community there, like saying hi. A few like a minute, yeah, a few minutes before mass, but I was out of there to go watch Sunday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, sports was my world. Mm-hmm. No, that um, makes sense, yeah. And my roommate, sports, everything. Why did you uh, continue to go to mass throughout that, that part of college, at least at, at that point? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, mainly because I just wanted to stay truthful to my parents. I told them I would. Oh, I see. Because so, they yeah. wanted it, and you wanted to be, you didn't want to lie to your parents. Yeah, exactly. That's good, though. Exactly. Okay. So I, I, there was some foundation I had there that I yeah. really know I needed to encounter Christ. And I didn't know that at the time, but mm-hmm. I just that's what I think led me to encounter a deeper encounter with Christ later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, so I was, I was at mass and this, this missionary chased me down after mass. Mm-hmm. Um, like a typ- missionary. Yeah. Typical yeah. Uh, fashion <laughs> as well. And kind of a new face that shows around that, uh, I mean, I'm a little more extroverted. I'll talk to some people, but I kind of get myself out of there and go back mm-hmm. to my dorm to watch football. But we talked for like, 10 to 20 minutes uh i joke with him that's like 45 minutes it felt like an hour oh it's like i see um, but he said it was like it was like maybe five minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> basically he just asked me what i was up to what my major is the classic you know getting to know someone and then asked me if i wanted to join a bible study i wasn't even on my radar yeah <laughs> i had yeah no chance i was like i'm not doing that i'm, mm-hmm. I'm too busy um i don't even know when the times were or anything mm-hmm. <laughs> i was too busy mm-hmm. um for some reason, I gave him my phone number because he asked for it. I was just like, eh, whatever, <laughs> this guy's never going to text me. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see him again, maybe I won't. Uh-huh. He actually probably not only just kept my phone number and kept texting, calling me um, a few months later, but he's probably praying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea really what prayer was at the time, too. I didn't have mm-hmm. a prayer life. I could go to Sunday Mass and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally, I think I had like a rosary in my room. That okay. I didn't even know what really what it was, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because you know we're sitting in my room right now. Yeah, like one, two, three, three four, four, five, six roses <laughs> just, just hanging on the walls, yeah. and then I have a whole section on my little altar I made over there mm-hmm. on top of my bookshelf of rosaries that I've made as well. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one, one in my pocket, of course. You got you got to have it. Stay strapped to keep it in there. Um, yeah, but yeah, in addition to that, like. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew I wanted to be an athletic trainer. I had these goals, maybe the NFL, maybe like adventure or action sports, like X Games or something. Oh, okay, well. I was passionate, very passionate about healthcare and mm-hmm. athletic training because I love, like, as bad as it sounds, I love like that, that bloody trauma hmm. or those broken bones and um, being able to be the first responder. I see. Because um, I, I was an EMT. You I, were? Yeah, I had my certification. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't work traditionally as one on an mm-hmm. ambulance or anything, but... Um, I always knew I wanted to help people too. So That's cool. uh, I think that was definitely some grace I received mm-hmm. um, in my life and also the upbringing of my family. My family was all about helping one another. Okay. What did um, your parents do? Was it related to that type of area? Of uh, no, <laughs> not really. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad was a manager at some sort of manager at a paper company. Oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So he was in charge of a lot of people. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. I see. Okay. So, but what she is... she would help out at the school. She would mm-hmm. help out in my Boy Scouts, my sister's Girl Scouts. She would drive me to and from sports practices and all that. Mm-hmm. So helping was always just something that was, was appealing like to me. Yeah. Family thing. It's like you have to do it. Mm-hmm. No obligation, but you have to do it. <laughs> I see. Nice. Um, 
but yeah, eventually, I guess, back to, uh, let's jump forward to that spring semester. Um, that missionary reached out to me again. He called me. Uh, I told him I actually had a conversation with him a little bit more about maybe a little interest in Bible study. And mm-hmm. with my schedule, I was only free after like 5 or 6 p.m. because of my clinical hours. Yeah. Because I went from like 7 a.m. class up until lunch and then lunch to like oh five goodness. or six for clinical hours every yeah. day. So I actually didn't have time for anything. Yeah, it's mid-day. not lying or anything like yeah. that. You had no time. That's but it. Yeah. Before I could skip a beat, he's like, oh, we have a Bible study at uh, 5.30. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't know this at the time, but he actually, like, not lied to me, but um, they didn't have one. <laughs> the, oh, so he just said that, but there was no, he said there was no 5.30. There was no official Bible study on the books yet. Oh, okay. And uh, my buddy um, Louie, he was like, yeah, uh, he's good friends with this Miss Sherry. And... Uh, Got the call from the missionaries. Hey, you got to move the Bible study back. <laughs> push back two, two, three hours for this, the visit with this oh, guy. Because wow. it works for those guys. They're done with school at like 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just chilling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't know this. But then eventually I, I went to Bible study and it was different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know, a lot of my friendships were just like more like the utilitarian just use of like, oh, oh um, okay. Like they were, you can help me with my school. Um, I see. I can help you with this assignment. Uh, we'll practice our clinical skills. Whatever. Does it go beyond that type of thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I hung out with people. It was just pleasure. It was just fun. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we'd watch football. We'd watch baseball. We'd go to games. Whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything deeper than that. It never really had any meaningful conversations. Looking back. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys in Bible study, they're just different. Um, I think there's seven <laughs> or eight of them. Seven or eight guys that. Mm-hmm. We're about my age. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all seniors, pretty much, um, going off to do their own thing after that, or a junior. Um, but I was in my first, second semester out of five at this athletic training program. So, so I they're had, all seniors. And so I, were they a lot older than you? No, you said they're the same age. They're the same age because I did community college. Okay, for, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I so, see. Yeah, I did community college for three years. And that allowed me to, I don't know, get into athletic training. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, these guys, they're just, they're just like, welcomed me in a way I'd never received before. Um, Mm -hmm. Authentic, like, brotherly love. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to receive that. (laughs) It's kind of weird, so I didn't come back the second week. (laughs) I kind of, like, turned away from it. Because it's just so different to you? Yeah, it was just different. Mm -hmm. Um, That's all I can Mm -hmm. say. It was was different. And eventually, like, I got the text, hey, bro, you weren't at Bible study, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I, you know, sorry, I got stuck late. There's some, you know, dumb lie or, you know, trying to get around that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah I went to the next one and it's kind of like every other one I'd go to yeah mm-hmm. and I was like I'm not going to commit you know mm-hmm. two three months later I was going to every single one. Oh, really because I was hanging out with these guys not just in Bible study but they invited me to go out for a beer after oh, okay. or get dinner after it was like they just wanted to get to know me and be my friend mm-hmm. they didn't care about my athletic training goals they didn't tra- care about my past career in baseball did they have similar like study courses of study or were they just like no not at all okay. like a lot of them were business, uh, um, I see, or math, or engineering, or I don't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember what some of them were. Okay, but yeah, these guys actually just like loved me mm-hmm. as a brother, mm-hmm. and I had never received that. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I have past relationships or anything like that that mm-hmm. didn't show me that. I mean, I've received it in small bits. I have some good yeah. friends that go way back too that um, I kind of grew away from because I was living that um, as college baseball life sure. and yeah. they were off at their universities um definitely going in their faith like had a buddy go to notre dame had a buddy go uc santa barbara all these other awesome schools and mm-hmm. 
um, they knew what they were doing. They were just getting ready to graduate. They were growing in their faith. They were like leading their own Bible studies, their own, but I was kind of just way behind. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Took a big step back in community college. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, after that, bro, um, they just like wanted to live life with me. And then I think a big pivotal point in my, uh, my life was when these guys, this first missionary, he reached out and was like, Hey bro, what are you doing Wednesdays night at 10 PM? Mm. Before I could respond, I was like kind of thinking like, I got to come up with an excuse. Uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, you're not doing anything. You're a college you're student. At 10 PM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. College yeah. student Wednesday night, 10 PM. There's no class. <laughs> there's nothing. You're not, if you're doing homework, you can, you can miss an hour or whatever. Yeah, it's like, exactly. come on, we're going to go uh, play video games, drink a beer and mm. uh, pray the rosary before. I'm like, rosary. I know I have one of those somewhere <laughs> in my room. I, I, I can't bring it though. I He's like, that's okay. We got plenty. I'm like, you guys have like a lot of rosaries? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, we can get you one. Yeah. So um, I walk over about a mile to this church from, I didn't want to drive. I was like, I have a great parking spot. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Um, so I didn't want to lose that, get sniped, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I walk over to this church, St. Juliana's. And bro, like there's these 12 or 13 guys, two or three of them were focused missionaries. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest, some of those guys were in my Bible study. There's a couple other guys I didn't know that were in other Bible studies, I guess, um, yeah. that were involved with uh, Titan Catholic. That's the, it's like mm-hmm. the, other, the school club there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, we sat there. I didn't know how to pray my Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. And I grew up Catholic. Like mm-hmm. I knew that our father, who said it in mass. Yeah, that's right. But I was never like formally taught, sat down, like, here's how to pray the Hail Mary. Okay. And I was just like sitting there, listening to it 53 times. Yep. That's right. And then we did actually 54 because we prayed for the Pope. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. And uh, it's like, wow, Hail Mary, that's pretty cool. Like <laughs> there's something special about the very center of it. And it was the name of Jesus. And hearing it, oh, yeah. it was just very consoling. It was very peaceful. It brought me joy for some reason that I just hadn't experienced mm-hmm. or like, vividly remember experiencing because mm-hmm. I definitely have experienced joy but mm-hmm. um, a different kind of joy I was just like yeah. why why are we talking about Jesus every single prayer yeah <laughs> you know people are like I've heard people kind of bash the church in some capacities oh you're merry worshipers or whatever yeah. it's like actually this prayer is literally built around Jesus yeah exactly yeah it's it, half of it comes from the Annunciation <laughs> yeah which is about God coming to the world yeah and, so. and, and then yeah. his incarnation and then like, mm-hmm. just, just like inviting christ into our lives Mm -hmm. and there's something about just saying yes to that Mm -hmm. which led to future yeses of like i don't know going hanging out with the guys Mm -hmm. and skipping something or Mm -hmm. um not going out to a party on a friday night or saturday night or going down to the bars or Mm -hmm. whatever it was i'm just gonna go hang out and play a board game or video games and talk and have a beer or two not go over a limit you know yeah (laughs) because you know we've talked about this in the past just like it's so easy to when you're living for the world, just partake in whatever the world wants. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's something about just that. Yes. That I was able to give so many times to, mm-hmm. you know, increase my relationship with these guys, but indirectly, but very much so directly increasing my relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, cutting back on some sin, cutting back on this mm-hmm. um, stuff that's in excess or stuff yep. that's deficient saying yes to things that are actually going to lead me to a holier life. Um, and then at some point we had this, uh, it's called Fully Alive. This is like once a month event where you have a, a speaker. There is adoration. I've been to adoration since like my confirmation class. So I went to it one time. Oh, okay. Because we had a retreat and we had adoration. Yeah. I was like mind blown. I think once or twice after that at like a student conference. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it was all just for like when I was 
younger, those were just for things I did with my friends because yeah. they, they wanted to do it. I see. <laughs> it wasn't like a deep desire to like, oh, yes, I really, really, really want to know the Lord. It was like, mm-hmm. actually, I really want to go with my Everyone friends. Else go with the flow type of thing. Yeah. yeah. But now it's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, actually, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I walk in. They're like, hey, can you help serve this food? I'm like, I have no idea what any of you guys are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I can. Yeah. Sure. I just said yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a common theme I'll keep bringing up. It's just like a yes. Just saying yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, I think after huh. that, I just was able to receive like my first confession after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave my, gave at my the sins. talk? Yeah. After. Okay. So it was like talk, adoration. Okay. Uh, a little bit of praise and worship. It wasn't the whole time. Yeah. Uh, thanks be to God. I needed that silence. <laughs> yeah. I really needed that that's silence. True, that's true. I, I never had point. silence in my life. Mm-hmm. Always music playing. Always yeah, the next thing. Always, yep. always media on, mm-hmm. you know, hours of Instagram and Facebook, which thanks be to God, I'm, you know, maybe spending 20 minutes a day now. Nice. Wow. Um, but yeah, saying yes to those things and going to confession for the first time, I, I didn't know how to do it. I said, Father, I'd never done this in eight years, 10 mm-hmm. years since my first one. Mm-hmm. Goes, I'm so glad you're here. Nice. Like, I vividly remember those words. I'm so glad you're here. Mm. And I just know that's like the father's embrace to me, but not so physically, but like in my heart. Yeah, and for he sure. He's like welcoming me with open arms, mm-hmm. as you know, as Christ is on the cross. So just open arms. And after that, I started just letting go of, of like some friends. Interesting. <laughs> Was that hard? It just felt natural. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Like some friends for sure, very yeah. tough because I spent a lot of time with them, but I started living with more so with these guys and um i guess we'll jump forward to about may here um okay yeah we were starting to plan like a, a summer trip um where we would go just a couple camping we were at an airbnb we went to uh zion to go hike and nice it was with pretty much that bible study group a couple guys that were driving to bismarck north dakota for missionary training i had no idea what really a missionary was either mm-hmm. you know like, like oh so you're like not a student kind of like yeah yeah i was like oh that's interesting you know um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of weird, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, I, I would never want to do that. Yeah, no, that reminds <laughs> me of, like, when you first encounter Focus Missionary as, like, a freshman. You're like, who, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, like, why are you hanging out with college students? Like, 24 and you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm about 26 Jesus. now. Yeah, exactly. Out with kids. <laughs> I was born in, like, 2004. Like, 18-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, interesting, you know? Yeah, it is. Or 2003 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, bro. Before that, I was like, well, it's May. I don't know what I'm doing for my housing next year. And I actually prayed, like, Lord, I need a house. I don't want to live on campus. Yeah. That was, like, one of my first prayers I threw Was, it, was something so bad about the Fulton campus? It was just... Uh, I Too expensive? I, well, yeah, it was expensive. It's California. But yeah, of course. <laughs> also, I wanted to, like, live in a house. I oh, wanted to be able yeah. to park my truck somewhere. I wanted to be able to, like, wash my truck instead of going to, like, a wash place. I wanted to store some sense. of my things, too. Because in an on-campus apartment, it's tiny. Like That's true. Um, my house here, I'm living in here in Golden. It's, mm-hmm. like, the smallest room is, like, what my room was. <laughs> okay. And I couldn't really store much. I see. So... Yeah, and this missionary, Tuan, he's one of my good friends now. I was actually mm-hmm. in his wedding, which is such a gift. Nice. And uh, I finally got to meet his, his firstborn, oh, little, cute. Little, little Thomas. That's cute. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he, I didn't even know him really. I, he's a guy that was, showed up to the rosary at night. Mm-hmm. And I've been to his house, but I never talked to him. He's like, bro, let's go get coffee. I was like, I don't like coffee. He's like, oh, let's go do this. I'm like, I'm busy, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he's like, all right, I'm picking you up in 10 minutes. Be ready. I'm like. So he, just, he just forced his friendship upon you? At, no, not necessarily forced. Uh, I kind of like was fighting it, resisting it. I, yeah. I kind of was looking for the friend too. I see. In a sense, and we actually went to a coffee shop. Neither of us got coffee. We just sat there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate coffee. I do too. I'm like, anyway. I'm like, I got to do homework though. I can't really yeah. like hang. 
mm-hmm. which I actually did need to do homework. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, me too, but it's more admin stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. Apparently, mm-hmm. I found out recently just playing a video game the whole time. Oh, really? <laughs> but we were talking. Interesting. You know, talking. I didn't really get much homework done. And he goes, hey, bro, by chance, what are you doing next year for, like, living on? Uh-huh. I was like, oh. Oh. I have no idea. And he goes, you want to live with me, another missionary, and two other Catholic guys? Okay. And so I just said yes. I see. There's that yes again. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know the other missionary. I don't know these other two guys. But yeah, mm-hmm. sure. That's cool. <laughs> so... Just a continual slow yes. And it's like small time. things that don't seem like... Yeah. And there's like big and religious things. It's like, oh, a house. And then before it was like just going to Fullerton in general. Yeah. And like how that leads. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, bro. And living at this house is... So I guess we'll jump forward to the fall now. Yeah. In this house, it was great. A big backyard. Nice. Avocado tree, orange tree. <laughs> I never paid for avocados or oranges. Oh, that's cool. My entire time there for two <laughs> years. It was great. Coming here and paying like $3 for an avocado. I just don't do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's hard to do that after getting them for free for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is the fellowship of this house. So, like, we got together every week and just had dinner. Mm. Just small little things. And I said, yeah, I can make time in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Later on in the semester, it was like, yeah, I can get up at 6.45 or 6.30 to pray uh, a rosary. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm still fascinated by the rosary. Yeah. And in that, I was just so, like, welcoming the brotherly love. I was also kind of still weirded out by it. Yeah. yeah you're not <laughs> well, fully I, I didn't want to spend all this time in the world with them. Yeah. So, yeah, I live with you guys, whatever. Uh-huh. But we just, like, hung out and just we're brothers together mm-hmm. and that was a huge part of like learning to love correctly interesting and to receive that love too which is very difficult mm. um and then yeah i went on a retreat uh, that was a bit pretty pretty cool too just said yes to that because mm-hmm. other people are doing it but mm-hmm. it's just that yes again and again and mm-hmm. i started going back to uh like daily mass because when i was in high school i attended like every day of daily mass in the summer one year Oh, really? Just out of the blue, because I was like, oh, I don't know what to do in the morning, but I want to do this, because, like, oh, wow. Jesus is cool. How, like, how early did you have to get up for that? Um, it didn't have to change anything. I just had to, oh, okay. like, do my homework the night before. Oh, nice. That's funny. <laughs> so it just, yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, it just worked out, because cool. the church was, like, uh, two minutes from our house. I see. We could leave at 8 o'clock for 8 o'clock mass and get there before the priest would proceed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless you, man. <laughs> Father Sarah cool. is a great man. Nice. And, uh, yeah, he'd just come out late every day to Mass. So I was like, eh, you know, <laughs> he's late. I can be late. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I actually hate being late now. Um, oh, really? I, I want to I show the person I respect with honor yep. and, like, show up to the things on time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some things, you know, you want to be intentional in the conversation you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I started going to the Mass and receiving the Eucharist every day was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. I grew in this desire to pray outside of Mass out of the blue um after going to after going to mass yeah 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 i started seeing these guys that makes kneel down for you know two three five ten fifteen minutes after mass i was like oh i guess they're praying Mm -hmm. and then when the guys like invited me into that like this is what i do after mass Mm -hmm. i just first thank the lord for his sacrifice for us Mm -hmm. but also thank him for this mass thank him for whatever comes to mind really you don't have to have the structure to prayer yeah it's a big structure can't help Mm -hmm. certain people like the rosary is a great structured prayer you know liturgy hours great structured prayer Mm -hmm. all this stuff but you can also just like tell the lord what's on your heart yeah exactly and i remember vividly telling him like i'm kind of mad like i didn't encounter this earlier oh interesting in a deep way and he goes i I just don't like hear his voice obviously but i just know on my heart it's like actually i'm glad you encountered me now huh 
And I just felt this like piece of like, okay, it's not about like everything in the past. It's like yeah, what I can exactly. do to it's move forward, bro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's like we're here now. You can't dwell on the past like that. You're yeah. not gonna get any. You don't go forward with that type of yeah. Yeah, dude. And mm-hmm. my buddy Louie from that Bible study a year ago invited me to pray. Well, the missionary invited Louie to pray mm-hmm. uh, 11 p.m. holy hour on a Tuesday night. Tuesday night was like. A, or Wednesday night, whatever it was, was uh, the dollar beer night. So oh, we'd always okay. go out. So it was kind of sacrificial to like, yeah, we'd be at the bar for like an hour and then we'd go pray and we'd go home. Okay. Instead of going back to the bar or uh-huh. something. But um, <laughs> yeah, we would go and pray from 11 to 12. And sometimes that was me falling asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes that was me praying the rosary. Sometimes it's me just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it was just really cool to spend time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm-hmm. And that actually continued to grow in my prayer life. I was like, actually, I, I don't have to just do this Tuesday nights at 11. I can do this. Whatever you want. Whenever I want. It's my yeah. hour duration. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I found out the pin for it and I just go drive, make that 25 minute drive. It's cool. And go over there and sit there and just like tell the Lord every day, like, this is what I'm doing in my day. I don't really know what else to say, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to pray. <laughs> so at this point, it sounds like you're trying to make your faith your own. Yeah. More so than just like, because that's what you're around type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I was really trying to encounter what everyone else has been talking about. Yeah. Um, not for the sake of the encounter, but like just for my own sake of like getting to know Jesus, mm-hmm. realizing he's a real person mm-hmm. who actually loves me mm-hmm. um, and that God the Father loves me and that the Holy Spirit dwells within me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I started going to more masses, started to pray more, started to pray the rosary, big conversion to pray the rosary every day. It was just so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um like, even if it means starting the creed and falling asleep in bed, I got to start it at least. Okay. Um, I've gotten better yeah. <laughs> over the years. I actually sit down and pray it. Yeah. Um, it's just a gift. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in that, it was just such a fascinating time too to like look back and be like, this happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. End of that first year, it wasn't in the spring. It wasn't a huge um, desire to ever be a missionary. It wasn't even a thought. You know, yeah. I was finishing up my second year in the athletic training program. I started to look more so career goals. I was really looking, mm-hmm. uh, my school had a connection with the chargers. I was hoping to work for the chargers, oh, well. um, okay. which is like, cause they do like a year long internship mm-hmm. after people graduate and stuff like that. And it's like, this could be awesome. This could start my career. Mm-hmm. And this first missionary, him and his wife had me over and we were just having dinner <laughs> in the back. And this was, guy. <laughs> yeah, I started to walk with him intentionally too, like discipleship, just like learning actually how to pray, how and like what it meant for the Lord to be incarnate, to come into this world for me and you and like everyone yep. very personally. Mm-hmm. And in that, just like, he asked me to be a missionary. I was just like, what? Why? I have none of these qualities. <laughs> he just like, asked you, like, yeah, he just like, have you ever thought about it? Okay. He didn't like ask me to apply or anything. I was oh, like, okay. No, never thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that same week, the Bible study I was attending, my buddy got a new job and he couldn't make the Bible study. He's like, hey, can you lead our Bible study? I was like, me? Oh, funny. No, I'm not qualified. I don't yeah. have a theology degree. He goes, I don't either. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a history major. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my buddy Diego was like, dude, you got this. So we sat down, we prepped it, and I let it in. Basically, we just kept taking turns and leading it, and I was like, this is kind of fun. Nice, yeah. <laughs> um, it was more than that. The guys in this house, it was underclassmen guys, like freshmen, sophomores, some juniors as well, um, towards my last year at college, and oh, I finished in the fall, so um, this was the spring, and I just like oh, okay. enjoyed like getting to lead the Bible study and, and hang out with these guys outside of Bible study and just like choose to pray with them, choose to do things that weren't leading us to sin and mm-hmm. all this different stuff. 
and that summer I was like, well, might as well just apply. Like, I what's see. the worst to it? I was like, that sounds kind of cool. Like, these missionaries have fun. I love living with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just grown in friendship with them, and they seem like they're doing cool things. But little did I know, like, which is interview weekend. Do you apply in the summer? Uh, I, I applied in the summer or the fall, the spring, or at the very end of the spring, or oh, whatever okay. the application was. Yeah. And then I interviewed in the fall. Um, I didn't even really want to be a missionary. Uh, I went yeah. to Colorado. For, that was where the interview was. Yep. And that's where I met Nick, which was really oh, funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yep, yep. So, and... Because <laughs> I thought I met you, I thought you met him at Seek. Um, or did yes. you see him again then? Yes, I okay. saw Yeah, and then we got closer, we got closer at That's cool. Seek nice. Oh, wow. And all that. So, oh yeah, Seek was a good part too. That was, yeah. uh, that was my living with them that first year but so but i'm kind of in the may right now kind mm-hmm. of back in january is when mm-hmm. i went to seek 19 and um wow, got, okay. got challenged i really got challenged and i said yes to that mm-hmm. um to live uh, you know i'm sure you've heard of exodus 90 yeah uh, all the guys in my house are oh, doing, doing it, it and i just said yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> and I see. you know uh praying every day that was the big part too mm-hmm. that instead of the desire it was actually like you ought to do this but it's like, it's like actually it now. turned into a desire to pray every day okay yeah and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i know you're so, talking about so yeah jump, yep. jumping forward to this interview now and i just went because i have a buddy out here i hadn't seen in a couple of years because he moved out from san diego to come to colorado so oh, i'll go go to this interview we can hang out with him sitting there first little mini interview um just kind of talking about why are we here i said oh, yeah. i don't know i'm not here to be a missionary <laughs> <laughs> then that night the first first night we had adoration and instantly i just like i felt like i had this like saint paul moment of like hmm. i am here to be a missionary like i need to be yeah. a missionary there's souls at stake and it's just so cool to see how the lord like instantly transformed my heart mm. i'd say like i was maybe a quarter of a percent wanted to be a missionary and then all of a sudden it's like 80 90 wow. percent like in an instant okay and i told them that in my next interview the next day the longer interviews and um they're kind of like wow this is amazing and i'm sure wow. the first missionary ben was advocating for me it was like dude praying for me all these guys were probably praying for me mm. i had no idea um our definitely our blessed mother definitely praying yeah, for, for me sure. <laughs> um all the saints my patron saint george praying for me mm. and uh, yeah getting an offer to be a missionary and uh, i knew i was getting the call from from my buddy ben and i was like oh, i can't i can't answer his call because <laughs> uh-huh. he, he, he texted me hey bro i got some good news i see and, you know, I was and like, you know it was yeah, yeah yeah i was like oh i can't do this i can't do this what are my parents <laughs> gonna think of me uh, uh and then eventually i was like all right i gotta do this i just mm-hmm. gotta send it and because my heart had been so transformed mm-hmm. i've really encountered his love his mercy mm. just this good pure goodness um and body blood soul and divinity in the eucharist that was a huge huge part as i've mentioned and yeah eventually say yes and uh mm-hmm. it's just crazy go to sls 20 um in arizona with focus that conference there and yeah. i was kind of like wow this is surreal like i'm at this talk right now for the people that are gonna be missionaries oh this is weird <laughs> but i like it i i kind of i'm hungry like, i want to i want to at least like change someone's life i want to be, do all these great things mm-hmm. kind of having these ambitions to like, go and like become a saint of today yeah and then it's just like wow this is happening <laughs> so i became a missionary and yeah. little did i know like in this far and now it's like she has to become a missionary for others but also like for myself my own sanctity mm-hmm. um it was the right thing for you yeah yeah absolutely it was just so clear and like focused desires my own sanctity yeah um they don't require they don't require um <laughs> praying every day they highly encourage and they want you yeah, to pray course. every day they want you to pray the rosary 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they want you to go to mass, and I can say faithfully I have done yep. those things, but it was for me. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, as a missionary, the third year now, I've mm-hmm. been inviting guys into that, inviting guys in Boston, inviting guys into deeper prayer life, deeper time spent in front of the Eucharist, mm-hmm. going to mass. It's been such a gift to be able to walk with so many guys mm-hmm. and see how much the Lord not only changed in their lives, but in my own life, which I guess leads me to what you brought up before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm applying to be a Franciscan oh, for yeah. renewal. <laughs> so um, a lot to get here. Um, my yeah. first year uh, on, on staff with Focus, I was in a relationship um, that ended. and um, It was also the COVID year too, right? Yeah, COVID yeah. year. So um, the Lord just redeemed that. Very, It was a very good, healthy relationship, very Christ-centered. And mm. there was definitely, like, obviously a pain of a breakup. But yeah. It was such a gift too. Um, I really got to know the cross um, mm. and like feel what he felt on there in some, mm. some ways, obviously yeah, no, you can't compare, but, yeah. um, I went to the cross. I didn't go and run and go to the world. I went to Jesus. Oh, you like endured the suffering. Yeah. Type of, yeah. And he redeemed it so quickly. Nice. And he kind of just put on my heart, like something greater, something greater, there's something greater. Mm. And mm. you know, the second year in the fall as a missionary, mm-hmm. um, I got invited by one of the Focus National Chaplains, Father John Mauger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Capuchin here in Denver. Yep. And he's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I said, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> I have no set plans. He goes, oh, you want to come yeah. on this retreat? I said, sure. Yes. Okay. You know, yeah. I'm back to that theme. Okay. Yes. And um, funny enough, right before that, about a month or two, I was starting to really encounter St. Francis in prayer. Um, yeah. Okay. Just like some of the different spiritual books I've been reading. Mm-hmm. And Were you thinking of discerning like, priesthood or religious yeah, at that point? Yeah, not no? really at all. I mean, I was, I was always, I was starting to be open to it. I see. Yeah. Um, there was always some sort of thought like, ooh, a priest would be kind of cool, but I don't know if I'd want to be a priest. Like, yeah. I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really want to get married, but mm-hmm. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said yes to this retreat. It was actually a discernment retreat. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so I, there I heard formal talks about St. Francis, about the Capuchins, about their way of life, and we got to live life with them for three days. And um, that was a gift. Um, to me, I didn't feel at home, but I knew religious life was definitely something, something in my mind. I see. Okay. I was kind of gravitating towards it. I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know where to go from here. Okay. And funny enough, like a couple months later, I was going to lead. Um, this is towards the end of my first semester of my second year as a missionary. Um, okay. I went to mission director leadership training um, in Mexico City. Because yeah. if I'm going to direct an international mission trip, it would make sense for us to go to, go to an international yeah, place first. Yeah. So we got to go on pilgrimage That's one cool, day though. after all of our training to Our Lady Guadalupe, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flight down there, I sat next to a Franciscan Friar Renewal, a CFR. Yeah, yep. short. Okay. Um, the guys who were the Greek, right? Yep. 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 And uh, we talked for three and a half hours, even though I wanted to sleep the whole time. <laughs> really? I stayed up all night. He, is he the one who kept you up? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's like, uh, I'm in my favorite seat right now. I'm like, what do you mean? It's the middle. He goes, I love the middle. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a joke or something, but anytime I started nodding off, you give me a little elbow to the side. Hey, we're trying to have a conversation, you know? Like, oh, oh. I mean, not that I was falling asleep mid conversation. He was yeah. talking to the other person, but oh, he's making sure. Like, I, yeah, I see. we kind of, it's just a three way conversation. My other buddy, David, on the other side, uh, mm-hmm. he's finishing up his first year in seminary right now, which is crazy. Oh, cool. So, nice. really cool. Oh, funny. Um, just a just a diocese in there, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Such a gift for him. Mm-hmm. I've talked on the phone with him a lot. It's nice. like, we became friends, and <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to him, learning about like I told him about this retreat I went on. Didn't feel home at, at the Capuchins. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you gotta come check us out um, if you're still interested in religious life. Mm-hmm. Kind of 
didn't want to say anything. I was you like, did. I was like, oh, like, I just don't, I don't want to do this. But I, I, I got to know him as a good friend. Yeah. Um, a couple other priests as well. And then in the spring of my second year, so about a year ago, um, I met another CFR priest. Uh, he's another national chaplain, Father Angelus. And he's like, bro, just come, come check us out. Just yeah. like, take it. Like, have you been on a retreat this year? I said well back in the fall he's like, how about the spring come on just check mm-hmm. us out um if anything just take it as a personal retreat mm-hmm. as like, okay that's what i'm gonna do i'll just go and um reach out to the vocations director and this was a, a different father gabriel um and he gave me the contact uh or like how to yeah retreat they had a phone like mini interview for an hour hmm. well just making sure i guess i wasn't crazy yeah <laughs> no, mini I, interview for an hour yeah, yeah. yeah i was i felt like i was crazy but um, <laughs> do yeah that. and they invited Don't me out they invited me out to new york so okay. CSCFRs are based out of um new york i mean their postulate house is in uh brooklyn no the postulate house is in harlem Oh, okay. So I was like, I don't know what Harlem is, but I haven't heard good things. <laughs> so anyways, I was like, I kind of want to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but looking back, it's like, why do I want to go out there? Hmm. I'm like, there's a lot of, like, crime, a lot of homelessness. But my first, my entire first year as a missionary, since we weren't allowed to be on campus, yep. we had a lot more availability. And one of my teammates, Paige, we would go to Christ in the City here in Denver That's right, yeah. every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we would encounter the poor. And growing up, I always knew I loved, like, helping people, mm-hmm. which I've talked about. Yeah. But the poor, just, I really gravitated to them. I, yeah. There was something about them. I was really able to encounter Christ in them. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, and Crescent yeah. City does it differently too. It's not just yeah, it's not just oh here feed the people. Yeah, it's exactly. like actually they're right. human. Mm-hmm. Like they have a podcast. It's called Homeless but Human, mm-hmm. and it's about engaging just, with the person. Yeah, yeah, you get to have a conversation with them. You get to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Like they're our friends. They call them. Um, they don't call them homeless. They call them friends. Mm-hmm. Friends on the street yep. or whatever it may be. But they call them by name too, mm-hmm. and it's just such a gift. Like yeah. the Lord calls us by name. And I just realized, wow, maybe like Harlem, this is the same. It's like it kind of has parallel yeah. though. So I was with the Friars there the first time, and I felt like I was, you know, looking at religious communities, they all have this joy. Every single one yeah, has this specific all do. joy. Yep. And with the captains, I didn't feel like I was part of it. Mm-hmm. But with the CFRs, I felt like I was a part of the joy. And I felt like, like partaking I was, in the Yeah. I yeah. felt like I was like, not that I was a brother. I'm not a brother. Not <laughs> like, I'm not yet. God willing. You're all wearing gray. Whatever, whatever. Bismo B. Chitty. But yeah, I, felt, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And this last night, um, so I was there while the postulants would go and re- uh, receive investiture, become a novice. Um, and well, I get to change oh, wow. your name. So you saw that. That's pretty yeah, cool. that was the last day I was there. Um, but the night before, uh, they pray. They have a pretty structured prayer life. It's, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of religious communities do. Mm-hmm. And it was the nighttime rosary, and nice. I was just like in tears the whole time. I was like, I just I, the rosary. Yeah. Wow. Again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to be a part of this. And that was the, oh, I just cool. like I had this overwhelming peace and this joy, and I had no idea like why I wanted to be a part of it necessarily. I haven't really broken that down to process it at this point. Mm-hmm. So you know, just like go one visit and like oh yeah, yeah i'm gonna do this it's, was it like a week-long visit or um five days okay so so most of a week yeah yeah pretty much most of the cool. week yeah bro and then you take some time they, they require you to go on two visits before you can ask for an application okay so uh, i went back in october over saint francis's feast day <laughs> who i've just i think is just one of my best friends now mm, like, interesting that's pretty cool like, he's definitely been praying for me it's funny enough my mom um she's a convert she actually uh-huh 
has loved St. Francis the majority of her life. Yeah. Which is so it's weird. It's interesting. It is a Protestant. Yep. But she's Catholic now. She mm-hmm. has like a couple statues, <laughs> one in each of her houses. Of, oh, that's cool. Of St. Francis. Yes. <laughs> and I had no idea. It's like that he follows so, you around. So, so yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. And just encountering the poor and living mm. simply and like everyone jokes I just wear like flip flops all the time <laughs> sandals it's yeah pretty true <laughs> I do wear them all the time um but there's just a desire to live simply like mm-hmm. um have a well ordered life to live simply and mm-hmm. try to be holy now and that's how much like the Lord has already continually to change me and I just know that he has so much more to change my heart and desire him more and get to know him more but yeah so I was on the second visit and I just like felt like instantly I was part of this joy. I just, I, not that I was having a tough time. Um, yeah. My third, starting in my third year as a missionary, I really love, I love yeah. being a missionary, especially here at Mines. Yeah, you did all three at Mines too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a gift because not many missionaries stay at the same campus for three years. That's true. That's for sure. And yeah. I love these guys. Nice. <laughs> I love them that's so that's much, man. And, uh, yeah, I just instantly felt like I was in this joy again. I wanted to be there. I wanted to encounter all their friends on the street out there. Mm. I wanted to just partake in everything they did. And uh, I was meeting with the vocation director, Father Angelus, and uh, we were talking and just getting, you know, the feel of things and why I'm back for a second visit. Yeah. And, yeah, eventually um, he offered if I wanted to take an application. And, okay. Um, yeah, I asked for it, and I'm applying. So, nice. wow. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is all um, just such a joy to mm-hmm. be part of and know that like I do desire holiness and get to know Christ before anything else it's like I don't desire to only know St. Francis I yeah. don't desire to be a part of the community I actually desire Jesus mm-hmm. and these things can help me get to that point more as well because like um, a big r- realization I had is like you have to pray <laughs> I mean yeah you just have to and in that it's not like yes I, I'm uh, my schedule is an hour to pray every day a holy hour mm-hmm. but that's a great starting point it's not like check the box <laughs> yeah I see what you're saying you know if you check the box it's kind of like is this actually my relationship with the Lord or is it checking in and out like, like a, a job yeah like a job ex- exactly and, yeah. I'm not showing up to a business meeting real quick and then leaving yeah you're 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 entering the CFRs God willing not because as good as it is not because like you want to help the poor but it's because you love Jesus first yeah and then all that all that grace from the other things come with that yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like the brotherhood and the ministry and mm-hmm. um, all the things just just flows. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's how religious religious life should be seen because I think some people will see it because we just live in our society as like it's a different type of job. It's like a charity job. Yeah. You can wear cool clothes, you get to pray a little bit, and but it, the thing is charity. It's like that's true. Charity is good and, you know, helping others is good, but that their, their primary thing is loving God, as it should be everyone's primary yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll just walk you through the day of their yeah. life. Yeah, that'd be good. Like a typical day. Um, so wake up. Some guys wake up extra early. They, 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 <laughs> pray, the, they pray the five to six holy hour. Okay. Um, that's not required. It's optional. Okay. Um, so it's always just going to be out there because some guys during the actual holy hour, they're cooking dinner or they're, mm-hmm. they have a special, a specific house visit or something. Um, mm-hmm. and so they wake up early to pray. But um, while I was there, most of the guys would get up between 5 and 5.30. Um, some people would shower in the morning, some people would shower later. You know, that's yep. just whatever it is. And then at 6, you pray the office readings. On the, well, you start 6, 12, and 6, you pray the Angelus. Oh, okay. um, so you start the day with the Angelus, and then you have the office readings. And then right after the office readings, you have uh, meditation hour. And this is, you go back to your cell. Um, they call your rooms, yeah. cells there. And it's just you in the time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do what you need to do. Some guys... The hour is done in the cell? Yeah, just okay. in your cell or walking around or sitting outside in the garden. I see. Whatever it is, it's just you and the Lord. Um, you don't even say good morning. You don't say anything to anyone else. It's just you and the Lord. Okay. And then you come back at 7.30. 7.30, you have morning prayer, and that goes right into Mass. So before you even do anything in the day, you pray from 6 to 8, really about 8-ish after right. Mass. And then you can go down and have breakfast. You say good morning to everyone. I see. You know, um, Jesus first. Yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously I've, what I've done now is like in the morning I get up and say my prayers before. I'm sure the other guys do. I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. And they say their prayers. And then they'll go to mm-hmm. the office readings. But, yeah, and then after that you kind of have a simple breakfast. Um, you fast Wednesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you just go into ministry you they have a little cafe at their postulate house um it's not to like make money they don't charge mm-hmm. um they invite friends in the street that might not be allowed at your dunkin donuts or starbucks or whatever it is in you, yeah. you serve them you go sit down and have a conversation and some of these like encounters i had there um i just specifically remember this guy ramundo and I, he only spoke spanish and no one was really talking to him i, I don't speak spanish <laughs> but I, i'm trying to learn yeah <laughs> and i was talking to him and i just felt like it was just such a gift to like sit there and talk to him because it doesn't seem like anyone, any of the postulants know Spanish. So oh, they okay. never really had tons of conversation. I see. But like we laughed, we cried, we prayed together. That's cool. Wow. And just like, wow. So that was the morning ministry. And then at uh, some point between like 10 and like, I guess maybe three or four, you pray a daytime prayer um, with some of the brothers that you're grouped into ministry groups with. Um, so that's another liturgy of the hour. Mm-hmm. And then. Some people do go back to ministry or have longer times of ministry mm-hmm. um, or you do chores or whatever it may is be. The primary, what's the primary ministry? Um, like service to the poor. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's just a big part of that. Um, you know, and then after that you have uh, all Eucharistic Holy Hour. I can't remember. Is it four to five or five to six? Either one. I think okay. it's five to six. And then you have evening prayer mm. at six followed by the Angelus and then you go and have dinner, socialize, mm-hmm. always communally, you, you know, everything's done together. Mm-hmm. And you have some free times. A lot of guys will go read. Some will go out for a walk. Some will go for a workout. Um, you're encouraged to work out um, mm-hmm. at least a couple times a week. You, know, you need to be healthy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then after that, you have nighttime prayer at 9, followed by rosary. And that's a pretty simple day. And then every Friday in all the friaries that they have is a day of prayer hmm. from wake up to bedtime the entire friday mm-hmm. wow so they do they do do dinner together of as course, far yeah. as i know of. so um yeah and then there's obviously solemnities and feasts and you treat mm-hmm. each meal slightly different so mm-hmm. um wow. but yeah i felt like this is what i want that's cool <laughs> and it's wow. hard it's hard to still image this in my head is like this is what i want because it's people are like oh you're giving up so much you're giving up your truck you're giving up all your stuff it's yeah. like Actually, I'm freeing myself up for the Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm saying yes more to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not for everyone. It's a specific call, I think. Yeah. And um, the Lord's so far given me the grace to continue to desire to do this. Like, as of right now, I've structured my day. I get up at 530. I shower or whatever. Yeah. I, I say prayer in the morning from 6. Um, sometimes I will work out. Sometimes I'll um, stay in meditation just depends on how my, the rest of my day is. Cause I yeah. know I need to work out <laughs> yeah. and it's tough with, you know, college ministry and mm-hmm. your schedule's still changing all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Um, but then at seven thirty I'll pray office 
or so I'll pray the medita- or morning prayer mm-hmm. or I'll, we have our team holy hour at eight thirty, So I'll get the team there and we'll pray together at eight fifteen before that. So just trying to live and structure my life mm-hmm. the way they do. And I just more time with the Lord. That's it. Nice. <laughs> Saying yes to the Lord more. Mm-hmm. And that's all, that's all I want. I, I couldn't ask for anything else. And yeah, it's just, still crazy yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> but it's such a gift to just receive that and, and what a gift the lord is like <laughs> um desiring me because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. does he desires not just me he doesn't desire just you he desires all of us so mm-hmm. wow it's pretty cool so yeah definitely what if, an I adventure. Say, yeah, if i could say anything just pray for me please yeah <laughs> Can, sure. i need the prayers i'm um, really grateful um, of course yeah bro and it's been so fun being out here at mines like i said i love the guys uh-huh. i love the school mm-hmm. i have a wonderful finally full-time chaplain yeah well chris he's a rock star he loves the campus and the sacraments have never been more available here mm-hmm. and we got so many guys doing great things you know one of my good buddies now Peyton. he's <laughs> yeah um, joining the seminary well god willing god yeah willing. you know of course you gotta apply and make sure you yeah of course stuff. so it's a, no, if yeah. the lord wills it and mm-hmm. um it's been such a pleasure walking with him directing mission trip to peru last year mm-hmm. i think that was a good turning point in his life and um knowing that other guys are actually not just pursuing their friendships or trying to find their spouse or this dream job but they actually yeah. want christ there's guys on the college campus in a very secular college campus that yeah, want christ true. yeah that's true the community here is just such a gift mm-hmm. it's pretty cool great well thank you for telling me this whole story it's been it's just been so nice because I mean I know about it from here and there, but it's been so nice to hear about it like from start to finish and just yeah. I, I don't think we've ever sat down and just done in. this. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been, it's been really good for sure. We got bits and pieces. That's pretty cool for a while. Yeah, so. great. Um, try to think of any questions to close out with. It was good. It was really good listening to you. That's for sure. Do you do you have anything? Do, would you want to close out with anything to say in particular? Um, if I could give anyone any advice on anything, yeah, I'd say like I'd some, pray. Okay. Um, I just gave a talk to the Exodus guys last night. Um, three, I guess, points in what helped me to pray. At first is you got to try. You got to try to pray. Whether that means like in the first thing in the morning you hit your knees, which means like, I guess, mm-hmm. go on your knees and thank the Lord for the day or mm-hmm. just sign yourself at the cross or something small. Start and try, try to start. That's what you got to do. Part one. Next one, show up. Like if you can get yourself to a chapel that's ideal you know because once you're at the chapel you're going to pray like even if that means like in our tiny little mount zion chapel here it's like counting the brick on the back (laughs) you're still you will get your eyes fixed on the lord yeah in the tabernacle and the monsters if we're having adoration and lastly like persevere like you will have dryness you will have all these other things but yeah like keep choosing the lord just say yes. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the last thing I'm attached to those three would just be pray the rosary, nice. <laughs> you know, um, entrust your life and our, all of everything you do to our blessed mother. Cause she said yes to our Lord and allowed him to come incarnate to this world. And, um, she's very tight with the Holy spirit, mm-hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> you for know, sure. very tight with her son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she, she will advocate for you and she will love you like a mother and she'll mm. she'll bring you to her son and that'll allow you to encounter the father um and the lord is good he loves you amen hey, thank man, you very bro. much yeah bro. it was great such a fun fun time hanging out <laughs> thanks <laughs> absolutely bro